<laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Anything Goes. I'm your host, Adam Rakim. You should know that by now. Uh, I'm joined here with my friend. His name is Nandri. Fun fact before he introduces himself. This podcast was actually meant to be a, a me and him podcast. Like He was supposed to be my co-host or even like the host, especially like that. But I told him, no, I'm, <laughs> taking, I'm taking this podcast for myself. I don't, I was never met before. Yeah. Anyways, that's Nandri. We were supposed and to be. First, uh, <laughs> we were supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to be the chocolate thunder and vanilla iced. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm embarrassed to say that now because what we'll be thinking. <laughs> but either way, we're back now, finally. And uh, today's episode is something not a little different, but we're gonna do another conspiracy theory. Or like uh, an event, more so. I like doing this kind of podcast because it allows us to just like talk and you listen to our voice and stuff like that. Because I like talking, so you know. Uh, but basically, uh, today's podcast will be about Jack the Ripper, and just again, beware. It's I'm sure most of you guys have heard of him and know what he did, some of that. But uh, after doing my research and stuff, the stuff that he did was pretty grim, and all his victims were women. So if you're not trying to hear all that, then I suggest you grow some balls and hear it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you, def- you, you, you should hear it. But if you really don't think you can handle it, it's not that bad. Lah. But hearing coming from my voice, it's not that bad if you hear it from my voice. But actually, the facts are pretty bad. So you can go research yourself and stuff like that. But basically, uh, I'm trying to keep like a light mood. So I, you know, I brought Nadri and stuff. I didn't want to sound so serious. So, you know. Let's begin. Okay. First of all, uh, all uh, all these murders took place in the span of a few months in 1888, which was about 140 years ago. So really long time. You know, it's like a really long time. I didn't realize it was that long ago. I thought it was like the 90s. It was like 1888. So just with that in mind, I want you guys to understand that this is 1888. So like, you know, the world back then wasn't like now there's no twitter there's no reddit there's no like like everything was 1888 that kind of stuff yeah so the world so you have to kind of rely on rumors on the other person's word and there's no like cold hard facts and so and so and so obviously i'll clarify most things but i just want you guys to keep that in mind 1888 so the murders took place in london east london more specifically this place called Whitechapel, and Whitechapel is basically a place for the the backside of society. I'm talking about the, the poor people, the homeless people, the yeah, yeah the the police <laughs> money <laughs> like being on the streets. I'm not kidding. I think my research like prostitutes, the backside of society. I, like, I heard that there's a lot of prostitutes there because that's the only way they could get money. Yeah. It's like some people yeah, yeah a lot of people were forced to turn to prostitution and stuff like that. And yeah, so it was the backside of society like, uh, to say the least. Um and basically Jack the Ripper, we, the reason that name came about was, I'll get into it earlier, but I'm going to just say right now that uh, it wasn't like he wrote on a, <laughs> he wrote on the, on the wall, my name is Jack, so it was like that. Uh, so basically before he was labeled Jack the Ripper, it was labeled as the Whitechapel murderer, because Whitechapel, and he killed five people which were known as the canonical five canon, meaning like, yeah, you should know what that means. But he could have killed up, up, up to 11 people. But the ones that people know that he did was 11 because of the MO and 
the pattern and so on, so on. So, so I'm just going to go through the five victims today. And uh, this case was, they, they never solved it. So, and the public was so upset that they didn't solve it, that the police commissioner quit his job because he was, <laughs> number one, he was very upset that he couldn't solve it. And number two, everybody was like, what kind of, what are you doing, man? You can't solve this shit. Bear in mind, this is 1888. So, you know, uh, yeah. So uh, we're going to go through the five killers that he for confirmed killed and also uh, the possible suspects. There are many possible suspects here. So I'm going to go through the ones that I feel like are worth mentioning. But there's more than that if you're really interested in it. All right. Okay. So basically, the first murder happened on August 31st, Merdeka, 1888. <laughs> um, the first murderer, I'm sorry, the first victim, her name was Mary Ann Nichols. Okay. And just off the bat, I'm going to say this all five murderers were prostitutes. Um, sorry, I keep saying murderers, victims were prostitutes. Uh, okay. So she was found on her back. Um, so that means like when you're lying down straight on your back, kind of, uh, her throat was severely slashed and was disemboweled. Disemboweled means like, you know, uh, like organs ripped out and so, and so, and so, so, and she had been dead for 30 minutes and off the bat, when I read that, I was like, how could cops in 1888 figure out that a body was dead for 30 minutes? Like they did an autopsy and stuff like that. Like. What do you think about that? Like, it doesn't make sense to me at all. Like, how would they, what kind of medicine did they use? Like, honestly, yeah, minutes, I, know. Like, I, got, I got it. <laughs> 30 minutes, <laughs> like, this is 40 years ago. Like, we have problems doing that now, and then suddenly people are like, what if, minutes. What, what if, like, the, <laughs> they just tried to, like, taste the blood? Hey, shit, dude, this confirmed 30 minutes, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, like, mm, I know how this tastes like, it's 30 minutes, but, but, so that to me, again, I, I'm just taking Google's word for it, but at the time, I wouldn't, I don't know, 30 minutes seems like a stretch. But again, 30 minutes, if that was true, it means that the body was fresh, the murderer was around the area. So um, again, Whitechapel was the backside of society. So obviously, dead people were not like, like oh my god wow but definitely the throat slash and this ma- the manner the way the body was found was definitely concerning but uh not to sound harsh but you know body but murderers are murderers are they're gonna kill but a week later or eight days later september 8th 1888 the second victim was found annie chapman again the throat was cut so you can establish that it was the same person the throat was slashed not just cut with like a needle like slashed so and this is the part that to me, uh, whoa, like the, 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 the murderer took the prostitute's Annie Chapman's womb, the womb. And bear in mind, I keep saying this because I feel like you guys need to understand this is 1888. So how would a, a murderer know where a womb was? Do you guys know where a womb is on your body? So like, how would he know? Oh yeah, like I took the womb. So it kind of suggests that like, a doctor did it or someone who at least know what he was doing because uh, you can't just my mind he took the womb not just cut it open like he he, he took it like uh, like in a like he just slashed it open and like yeah this is mine <laughs> 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 sorry sorry I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to keep a like mine but when i was reading this i was like damn <laughs> okay uh okay yeah so at this point now it's like calls for like okay yeah, we got to be serious about this because it's 
guys are cutting up people's wombs. So again, again, it indicates that it's probably like a doctor. Okay, and uh, probably uh, three weeks later, uh, 27th September, 1888, uh, a news agency received a letter from a so-called someone labeling himself as Jack, showing off, like, he, he was showing off in the letter that, like, oh, yeah, the cops can't catch me, and they think they get me, and, like, I'm always one step ahead of them. You can read the letter. You can find it online, by the way, but it's written in very, like, old British, like, ye chant catch me. <laughs> ye. Th- thou shall never catch with the Some, some uh, bullshit like that, right? So it was like that kind of stuff. So I'm not going to read it, but you can go and see it. But essentially, he was just showing off. And he's, and this is, uh, again, uh, you know, showing off. And he claimed that he was going to kill again. And he said in the manner how he was going to kill. He said, I'm going to cut the next girl's ear off. So um, a lot of people, again, when you receive letters and that, it could just be fake. But again, the letter was signed, uh, Jack the Ripper. So, and that, so even though people thought it was uh, fake, the letter was still published, and that's how he got the name Jack the Ripper. So now you know. So basically, three days later, the third victim was found. Okay, and um, the third victim, her name was uh, Elizabeth Stride, again a prostitute. And th- uh, I'm going to mention the locations and all that because it's important for what I'm about to say. She was found on Burner Street. Okay, with her throat slashed, but. Uh, the way it was slashed was like it indicates that he did it in a hurry. So the person that found, so people say that when the killer was killing, uh, he heard footsteps or something. Then he was like, "Now nah, uh, I'm out." Like he just like rushed away. So the throat was like unprofessionally cut, if that's what you want to call it, call it based on his previous mo. So uh, it was determined that she was dead for about 30 minutes when examined, which was around 1.15 a.m. So normal time for people to kill people at 1.15 a.m. when there's nobody in the streets. Uh, but again, 30 minutes, I don't know how to, I don't know how they'd be able to classify that. But in this particular instance, I do feel it is real because only 45 minutes later, another body was found at Minor Square. So the first place was Burner Square, now it's Minor Square, which is just west of this of the first the the the, the, the murder that they elizabeth strides murder so it means to say this dude killed uh one girl and was like i'm not done so he, like he went he decided to zigzag somewhere nearby it's like going to the corner store and killed another person and the the fourth victim this we're up to four victims now was catherine eddowes and again this is the second victim in the same night so you know, this guy moved quick and it would indicate that th- to me, my opinion is that he was he was killing the first chick and then w- he was interrupted. So he was like, I'm not satisfied. So he had to go and do it again. So this one, he managed to slash the throat properly. The face was severely mutilated. And again, uh, he took the girl's uterus and the kidney. So a bit... But why la? <laughs> why why he not do that? Eh? So again, severely, the face was bashed in, the throat was cut, uterus gone, kidneys taken. So uh, okay, so this is where police would find one of the only few solid evidence of any kind, which is 
a a, a part of a apron. So okay, before that, the first murder of that night was Elizabeth Stride in Burner Square, and the second was Catherine Eddowes on Minor Square. So Stride was first, Eddowes was second. We got that right because I need you guys to understand that, and you, Nadri. <laughs> so um, the apron of the second victim, Eddowes, was found. Uh, like on the way back to the first victim. So this would indicate that he killed the first uh, person, killed the second person, and from the second person, he wanted to walk back, not to the first person, but he walked back in that direction. And this would mean, because the bodies were found quite quickly after the murder, it means that while the cops were like searching the place and stuff like that, he was he definitely managed to slip past these guys, like swarming with cops. He managed to definitely like like pass all these cults and I feel like um, some people say that he did that because he lived in the area so he had no choice but to walk back in that direction but I from my opinion I definitely do feel like he was just doing it to show that he's like more more smarter than these cops because in the letter that he supposedly you know may or may not have sent he said I'm like smarter than you guys you guys think you're one step ahead so I think he definitely did this just for show because like why else would you do that bro and again, just to repeat that, killed the first victim, Elizabeth Stride, went over west to kill the second victim, Catherine Eddowes, and a piece of Catherine Eddowes' apron was found on the way back. So it, you, 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 you use your mind to draw out that, that diagram. So, you know, he, it's like a zigzag, sort of, if that makes sense. But yeah, that was four victims already and all killed except the third one, all killed were in violently, you know, except the third one. But he killed the fourth one with the taking out the uterus or the, or the kidney. <laughs> so in the first October, and by the way, Nadja, I'm going to let you talk in a bit. This, I just want to get all this out of, you know. So in the mm. first October, 1888, a second letter, which was sent by someone claiming to be Jack, was sent. Uh, with the same handwriting as the first, because obviously a lot of people were like sending joke letters like, I am Jack, I am Jack. So <laughs> the, reason why I'm only mentioning, the reason why I'm only mentioning these two is because they had the same handwriting and uh, the info, the details of the second letter, he, uh, again, you can Google it all, but I'm not going to read you guys the, shan't capture me, <laughs> you know, like, so I'm just going to tell you guys that the specific details of the of the murderers, like the fact that it was two murderers, two murders in one night that hadn't been released to the public yet that were mentioned on this letter, meaning to say like he said in this letter like, oh, uh, I, I couldn't kill the first one quickly. So I, I, I couldn't kill the first one properly. So I had to go and kill the second one. So that, and these kind of things were, again, it's 1888. So there's no like leak TMZ. <laughs> no like, guess what just happened, y'all? It was it was well kept. it was well kept and not a lot of people knew about it. So the fact that this letter knew, and he also said like I again if you remember in the first letter he said that he would cut out the next girl that he kills ears ears off and he said that I couldn't do it because I was rushed. So the, how would he know this if it hadn't become to the public yet? And with the same handwriting as the first letter, many people believe that this these two letters were actually sent by the real Jack the Ripper. So. Again, you know, he knew certain things that a lot of people didn't. And bear in mind, for like the thousandth time I'm saying, this is 1888. So 
news doesn't just get spread around like that, you know. It's not like unless people are running around like y'all to see. So yeah, you know, he he definitely. I I I do believe that it was him that sent it, but um, okay, let's just move on from that. So we get it right. Five five murders, all prostitutes, all took place in roughly about a month within each other. Uh, letters, blah, blah blah. That's five. Pick that's five people. And now uh, again, I'm gonna go into the suspects, but there are more suspects which you can Google and stuff like that. But I'm definitely gonna list the ones that I thought were interesting. Um, and then Nadja and I will discuss which we think is the most realistic one, or which we think is the one that it is be. So on 16th October. Uh, the man, a man of the name of George Lusk, which is the head of like the locals, people that are volunteering themselves to help out this community. Let's just say neighborhood watch la, for you guys to get a proper understanding. They're not cops, but they're helping cops, like trying to be detectives. He received a box labeled from hell and in the box had an actual kidney inside it. But you would think that uh, that's the actual one because like, oh shit, one of the girls had no kidney taken away, had a kidney taken away from her. But it was soon to be discovered a prank from a bunch of med school students. So it just goes to show you guys that people didn't really <laughs> fucking care, like sending in actual kidneys in a box, <laughs> people and stuff. And you know there was no FedEx or anything, so these fuckers had to like drop it off and like <laughs> ring the doorbell and like just give the dude. Why did they literally just give her actual kidney? <laughs> yeah, that, to me that's like that fucked fucked up yeah. I like uh, I, I I don't know why but yeah that's, that, that's a bit too far away to just to prove a point yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> what if they were doing a surgery and like oh come on guys let's prank the cops with this guy's kidney <laughs> what the fuck that's why so it's like a bit messed up but it just goes to show you guys how like not serious people are taking this shit yeah so obviously that led to nothing because they found out it was a prank uh oh shit oh my god i'm so sorry guys i didn't talk about the fifth victim i just counted them out loud okay my bad sorry let's go through the fifth victim before i go to the suspects my bad lol please still listen okay uh <laughs> on november 9th uh 1888 the final victim again apologies uh mary kelly were found on her bed by her landlord and the only reason the landlord found her was because uh, he was looking for rent so and then he knocked 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 that day and then he found her on the bed dead. And this one was the most violent one. Uh, number one, because I feel like the murderer had a lot of time because he was found in the room. So he had the privacy and the time to do it. But the body was severely disemboweled, organs taken out, blah, blah, blah. And she was skinned alive. And if you guys don't know what skinned means, good. Because don't Google it. But I do. So it's messed up. Like, like he took out all the skin... Like when you eat like a chicken drumstick and you peel the skin out. <laughs> so this guy actually like killed the woman like that, like by skinning her alive. I don't know if it was alive, but skinning her, yeah. So, you know, and the landlord, imagine what the landlord must have felt. Like he found the body like that. For me, I'll just retire from life. I'll just sit home and cry. Like he said that, uh, I found some quotes. He said that uh, the sight that we saw, I cannot drive from my mind and... Uh, it looked like the works of a devil rather than the works of a man. Yeah, so again, okay, now we're done with all five victims. My bad about that. 
But uh, there was some eyewitness uh, eyewitness descriptions about Jack the Ripper. I don't know how to trust this that much because I feel like it will be hard to be, for people to actually see him because you know he worked pretty good and stuff like that. But nevertheless, I'm going to read it. Some people, uh, the I, the alleged appearance was meant to be 25 to 35 years old, 5'5 five, five to 5'7 five, feet tall, uh, stocky, uh, white dude. And this uh, this part is pretty famous. He wore a hat, a top hat, and he had a mustache, like a very Mario Mario mustache, like a Super Mario Brothers mustache. Uh, and he wore a dark overcoat with, you know, a hat. So... Um, the head of the criminal department of Scotland Yard, if you guys don't know what Scotland Yard is, it's basically like the cops back then, like very famous cops. It narrowed it down to three killers, but I don't really think... Anyways, yeah, now we'll get to the killers. But So again, repeating, five killers, all prostitutes, throat cut out, blah, blah, blah. Nothing much for me to say about that because that's, that's facts. So Nadu and I can't really discuss too much about that. But now we're going to go to the first suspect. Uh, his name is Montague. Johnson drew it, and he was a barrister, which means kind of like a lawyer. So um, the thing about <laughs> Montague is, I don't know how they narrowed it down to these people, by the way, but uh, nevertheless, it's on that, so I'm going to read it. But uh, he died when he was like 40, and he had an interest in like surgery. People reported that he had interest in surgery. People reported that his family was involved in that kind of stuff. And people reported that he was living in Whitechapel, which is where the murders had happened with his cousin who was practicing medicine. So then uh, I feel like it would be important to tie the murders to someone who had some sort of knowledge because you can't just be pulling out wombs and not expecting it to, <laughs> like not knowing he could do that, right? Like you definitely did it knowing what you were doing. So um, one month before the murders happened, because he died, Okay, I will get into that. Yeah, one month before the murders happened, his mother went insane, supposedly, and he said that he was going insane too. And I don't know what these people mean by going insane. Like, are they just like <laughs> like that all of a sudden? But like, they they claim that they were going insane. So, and uh, some of the people, as the murders were happened, some of his family members thought that he was the murderer because the the the, the tendencies and behavioral you know, that he was showing, exhibiting. So, and some people said that he was sexually insane. I don't know what that means, but you can Google it. It's actually there. It said he was sexually insane. I don't know what that means. I'm not going to go too much into detail to it, but I feel like it would indicate why he wanted to take out womb and uterus specifically because, like, sex. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he died four weeks after all the murders happened. So, around... Uh, maybe a month after November 9th, so December time, 1888, and his body was found dead floating on the Thames River, a very famous river. So I feel like with that description, he sounds like someone who would be capable of killing people. And the way he died, nobody knows how he died, but the body is found. He sounds like a crazy person. So, you know, I, 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 I don't know. So I don't know. Like, as of the first suspect, do you think he did it? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man. Yeah. It, all of the, it, it does sound really like convincing, though. 
like all the things he said yeah like sexually it said <laughs> uh one, one before like, the murderers yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. he could just really wanted like a real life sex doll or whatever but i don't know man that's, <laughs> that's a bit too that's a bit too fucked up when you yeah. think especially in a place crawling with like prostitutes and stuff like that so i feel like maybe he was sexually insane but the murderers took the murder but get too far but then again the last suspect was like the worst why would you go that far just to like, mm, yeah, like yeah. Shit, so know? again and he was uh, found dead after that which uh, yeah, like that yeah, maybe like, supports the fact that the the into the, the manner of how he killed these people and stuff like that but i don't know i feel like uh, the murderer was like um he killed two people in one night and in the span of a short time and when the cops already came he was still around the area and he was zigzagging hiding and all that so it indicates that he definitely knew what he was doing and i don't think a crazy person could be that yeah yeah exactly i was just about to say that like it wasn't jack the ripper supposed to be like really smart yeah so i don't think he was just some like, random guy see- with his dick yeah. out like oh, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> where where well, you know so i think that he was perfectly he perfectly knew what he was doing because again um crazy person can actually drive you to kill someone but the only thing that to me is like i don't think this guy did it is the double murder that happened on the same night to me that I, yeah you know it, you know okay you watch brooklyn 99 yeah. right? like obviously you do yeah. like from what i see all these crime shows like they always say they always like find the motive of the killer you know why do it do they do it mm-hmm. like i think that's more interesting cuz why is he even like taking out body parts and stuff and telling the cops you know because mm, he wrote like, that what what does he gain yeah exactly yeah. you you onto something yeah so uh to me I feel like someone who do this would would be crazy person but someone who was aware of his actions and not like someone who was like sexually insane that would be I don't know the term sexually insane would strike me as like someone who just couldn't control and would go around like want to breathe yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the killer just wanted to sell organs yeah who knows yeah maybe they were like freaking poor at that time mm-hmm. right all right so that goes for that so off the bat Okay, we can we can judge after we're done with all the suspects, but let, uh, yeah, let's talk about it again. Okay, so the second suspect, so the first suspect was Montague Johnson Druitt. Remember that? Second suspect, his name is Aaron Kosminski, and off the bat, uh it was reported that this dude hated prostitutes. I don't know why, but he just did. Uh probably because he was like, "Oh, you're disgusting." Okay. He had stints in asylums. like he was in and out of asylums but eventually for a long period of time he stayed in the asylum until he died in 1919 but he was out of the asylum uh when the murders happened and he could not provide a alibi if you guys don't know what an alibi is it's basically like if you want to prove that you're not the murderer an alibi is like oh yeah i was there i couldn't have been murdering this guy because i was at 711 and you can ask the 711 guy an excuse like yeah, an excuse like a reasonable solid excuse to show that I couldn't have been murdering people because I was somewhere else. So he could not provide the cops with that. So off the bat if you can to me if you can't provide a solid alibi in any crime that's a high, like it's very unlikely that it's very likely that you were someone involved because like 
if you didn't do it, you could easily like say, I was, you know, I was, I was, I was somewhere else. So, but okay. Um, so the reason his name is brought up a lot is because in modern times now, this author named Russell Edwards wrote a book called Naming Jack the Ripper, and he heavily, like, was like, I solved it, man. Like, I'm the best. If you don't believe it, you're a chump. And like, <laughs> like I solved it. And this we have unmasked Jack the Ripper and so that you can it's a you can we will read it actually, so he claimed to have found a shawl, which he purchased at an auction, and the shawl was claimed to be the fourth suspect, uh, Catherine Eddowes, uh, was found on her body. That means it was something that she was wearing at the medicine, and it was apparently auctioned off. All this is circumstantial because you know you you can't really yeah believe what people say all the time. But basically, this shawl contained DNA evidence linked to Kosminski, and it was a match, supposedly. And the way that they found out it was a match, because bear in mind, this all happened in modern times, not like nineteen, not like eighteen eighty-eight times. So the, how he was able to link the, the the shawl to the killer was he tested uh, Aaron Kosminski's this, eh, yeah, Aaron Kos, mm, Aaron Kosminski's. DNA and also Catherine Eddowes' descendants' DNA, and he used the help of um, um, neurobiologist, microbiologist, sorry, to like you know do all the science stuff about it. So it was a match. So that would be like he solved it. But this is where things go like sad, sad laugh, because like he said, he said like we have unmasked him and something like that. But the the mutation that that the doctor used to match these guys. It's very scientific, so I'm going to explain it in the easiest way possible. He used this DNA mutation called 3141C, which is only found in 1 in 290,000 people. So the chances of it being a match is very little. And the fact that the DNA matched with uh, Aaron Kosminski's proof that, yeah, this is this is him because the, the odds are that 1 in 290K people. But bear in mind, 3141C. So that DNA mutation, that's how DNA works, by the way, if you guys didn't know that. There's codes and stuff like that. But the doctor actually made a typo error, and the actual DNA was 315.1C, and the original one was 3141C. I know this doesn't make sense to you guys, but basically that one letter or, or number caused it to, the doctor actually mistook what he read. So the actual DNA, which was three. 151C is a DNA mutation that is found in 99% of European people. So basically, it means that nothing. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but he has that DNA mutation. So this guy went from, I found it, I found it, to like, it literally could have been anybody. So that guy was full of shit. <laughs> basically. That guy, like, yeah. And yeah, that guy was full of dog shit lah, basically. So the reason I brought that up is because it's happened now. So you can actually go and Google that happening because it's it's quite jokes lah. But um, you never know. He could still be right. But the, the, the facts are showing that you were showing off for nothing, mate. <laughs> you better calm down. Okay. So the third suspect is, uh, this is a circumstantial one. No evidence really to support this. It's just something that people think happened was that Jack the Ripper was a girl and that the, 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 the theory is called Jill the Ripper just because, you know, Jack, Jill, whatever. Uh, 
So basically, the reason why I think this would be a cool theory is because you automatically assume that a murderer would be a man, and this gives the murderer a highly, you know, a really good advantage because um, a girl, bear in mind, a double murder happened and the cops were already there and he, he or she still managed to slip through, zigzag, go back and forth, whatever, which indicates that, you know, and bear in mind, UK back then wasn't like fucking humongous or anything. So like the chances of you being able to like sip through with cops forming the area is very low. So the fact that the cops are looking for a dude and he was, she was a girl, it's kind of sign, you know, there's no evidence to show that it's a girl, but the fact that it could be a girl, I would be willing to argue with that. And some say that uh, a woman would know roughly where a womb is, where a uterus is, because, I don't know, women just seem to know that kind of stuff. I don't know if that's true or not. What do you think? I, th- I think it could be a girl. Like, honestly, I think it could have been a girl. I was actually thinking about that, like, earlier when you were talking about it. Mm. Especially when you were talking about that whole police, like, getting through the police and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so to me, it's... Like, I feel like... Yeah, it's possible, but I, I don't trust the fact that, you know, just because you're a girl, you know where, the, where, where your organs <laughs> yeah. are, you know. Like, I'm a guy, but I can't rip out, like, my, my fucking testosterone <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's just, um, and I guess, that, like, um, a woman doing it would, um, maybe she had beef with all five prostitutes. I don't know. It would indicate, I don't know why, but... <laughs> I don't know something like that, but I'd like to be open to the chance that it could be a girl. But that honestly, that's purely because of again the double murder is really significant because you have to understand cops are around everywhere, and the the distance between the first two murders were not like kilometers. You know, it's probably like fifteen minutes. It was fifteen minutes away. I googled it. It was fifteen minutes away walk. So there definitely be cops in the area and stuff like that. So the fact that this guy managed to just eat across himself like zigzag and all that. It could be that he was a girl. I don't know, but uh, again, there's no real, you know, it's highly circumstantial. Just if he was a, you know, so there's no real like they never found like any, you know, evidence to support that he was a girl. And eyewitnesses, again, I don't know how they got eyewitness statements, but all eyewitnesses say that it was a dude. So sad, but we can't put a we can't put a full stop on it being a girl because you know everything I just said. And the fourth suspect is also circumstantial, but it's very popular, so I feel like I'm going to talk about it. I like it, too. Uh, is that a prince did it. A prince by the name of Prince Albert Victor Christian Edward. That's the dude's name. Let's just call him Prince Albert. Okay? Uh, so, yeah. Prince Albert, uh, I think it was Queen Victoria's son at the time. Queen Victoria. You guys should know. Um, he was kind of like a dumbass lot. From what I gathered from reading it, he was he liked to drink, he liked to just have sex with everybody, and he was basically like not a, really a prince, like he was just like that fuck up lah, that kind of that kind of vibes. So he would go to Whitechapel a lot, basically just to sleep around and fuck about and get drunk and stuff like that. And some people said that he even had a child with one of the local the local lads, the local ladies. But uh, again, one thing that you should know about the royal family by now is that they're really good at covering the tracks <coughs> princess diana <coughs> sorry i got a coffee but uh <laughs> but um yeah so basically queen victoria allegedly had anybody that knew of the child's existence taken care of 
taken care of. So, um, it was. I think it was. It's a fact that he had syphilis, but it's reported that that syphilis drove him to insanity. I don't know what syphilis does to you as a person. I know it's actually quite corrosive to your body and stuff, but to to have an STD and drive you to insanity, I don't know how that how true that is. But basically, uh, a theory is that he killed these people himself and like the secret service covered it up because you know come on like this royal we can't let him do all that kind of stuff and be framed for it so yeah they covered it up and stuff like that and i think the only reason why people even brought him up into this is because i feel like it was a fact also that he um went to Whitechapel a lot and that the women that were murdered were murdered by him probably and maybe the the Secret Service killed some people off just to make it seem like, oh yeah, there's a murderer on the loose, something like that. But before I let you talk about it, again, how insane would someone have to be to be able to, you know, the double murder, really? You know? Yeah, so anyways, what do you think about a prince doing it, but the Secret Service, the royal family covering it up? I think... The possibility is higher than like some of the others. Yeah, yeah, I I think that too. Yeah. The yeah. But it, I still think it's still a bit crazy to be able to remove organs yeah, and exactly, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, the prince, even if he had all the power, like, like that two murders in one day, like, I don't think he could mm-hmm. do that. Like, mm-hmm. as like good as whoever Jack the Ripper is supposed to be. And just to remind you guys, but, the second, the double murderer, the first one uh, was Elizabeth Stride. The second one was Catherine Addo's. The second one had her uterus, kidney, you know, that kind of stuff removed. So the person would definitely be skilled. But yeah, anyways, go on. But, yeah, I feel like there's a possibility that who knows? Maybe he just hired someone who just do it, who to do it, you know. And but but yeah, no, whole... no possible motive, you know, unless the it was part of Queen Victoria's like cover up the fact <laughs> that <laughs> you had a child with like one of the prostitutes. There's no real yeah, what, yeah. It, what, it... <laughs> what if he just sex me and die? Just he just walks around and says <laughs> no. <laughs> consider your womb. <laughs> consider your womb real estate, <laughs> free real estate. <laughs> <laughs> say no I see you have chosen death <laughs> so yeah but yeah because I know that even if words gets around no one would wanna I mean it was like this was when like world wasn't like proper mm-hmm. peace you know like the next few decades is gonna be world mm-hmm. war and stuff if if British has like a reputation of like you know a prince being like a murderer that would like screw up the whole like UK like reputation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So again, uh, yeah. so I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So for me, I feel like there is a possibility. Yeah, there is. A, I'd like to say yes to it and yeah. stuff. But again, uh, if I just need a motive, lah, because why would? Yeah, I just need yeah. a motive. Yeah. So, but again, cover-ups are very common, especially amongst like higher ups of society and stuff like that. And if you don't think that's true, then you need to open your eyes because like people could just cover up. People could just, the government could just easily go to the newspaper and be like, no, you're going to write that down. So, you know, like some of that. So you don't, you shouldn't believe what public information tells you because bear in mind in the UK, 
the monarchy is above the law, so they can just do anything they want. But I'd be open to it. But again, this yeah. is very um, coulda, shoulda, you know, situation because again, they didn't find like a any any to you know anything to the prince. They they just wanted to because the fucker had syphilis. They're like, yeah, I think I think he did it. <laughs> I think he did it. <laughs> so yeah. So again, the only reason why I'm listing this off, even though I like to believe it, is because double murder, and he took out the woman kidney and stuff like that uterus so and so on so uh this is a pretty long podcast but we're down to the last suspect and i think this is the best one so i saved it for last okay this dude his name is joseph barnett and the reason why he's like very likely is because he lived with the final suspect mary kelly the one that was skin alive lived with her and he was apparently in love with her because he referred to her as his wife and she was only his roommate. And off the bat, anybody that telling people were married, even though they're not, kind of gives off the vibes. Like he's like a, like a very creepy, yeah, yeah. you know, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like when celebrity, when people are like, marry me or die, like the, like the crazy fans <laughs> trying to get the celebrities like that kind of off the bat, you can definitely tell. He's a little bit too obsessive, though, you know. If he would, if they just had like a mutual respect, like, yeah, man, we like, we're, we're, we're buddies and stuff like that, then he wouldn't have called her his wife. So, uh, they were only roommates. So, yeah. He disapproved of her being a prostitute. And he tried to financially support her. And said, basically said that, yeah, she didn't have to work as a prostitute when she lived with me. So, he lost his job. And because he lost his job, he wasn't able to financially support her. And she had to resume being a prostitute. So... A lot of people say that he killed the first uh, lady, which was, I forgot her name, which was Mary Ann Nichols. He killed the first woman to act as like a deterrent to tell Kelly, hey, you better don't go out because somebody, a prostitute got murdered. So that kind of stuff, you know, that, that makes sense, right? So, so yeah, she did stop. But again, when he lost the job, she had to go back to it regardless because I, 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 need, I need cash. So maybe he kept, because again, all prostitutes and Mary and and the Mary Kelly was a prostitute, so he could have just been doing this to, you know, like you better you better not do that to kind of stuff like that. But uh, I don't see any evidence supporting the fact that he knew how to take out people's over, uh, sorry, uh, uterus or, or or womb or something like that. But that's just I'm gonna just keep that at the backside of this. And um, basically, ten days before Mary Kelly died skinned in her own apartment that's very important in her own apartment they had a very big fight because mary kelly brought back two prostitutes probably just to stay because they were buddies among the prostitutes i don't know but um this enraged joseph barnett because again he didn't like prostitutes or being a prostitute so they fought and the fight was apparently very violent and he he threw something out of a window so and so and so, and he's, he left the house, he moved out, and 10 days later, she was found dead in her own apartment. And the reason this is very important is because he, the dude lived there, meaning he would know how to come back. So he would know how to get in. He would know, bear in mind, this is 1888, so I'm pretty sure it wouldn't take a scientist to figure out how to break into a house. I'm pretty sure the doors were just made by like wood. You could just hold the door. And just like <laughs> they just draw the draw, they just draw the door onto the deal with the sharpie, and then they just yeah, this is a door. He could have easily just <laughs> let himself in. 
and stuff like that. So again, uh, Mary Kelly, if I didn't say it before, she was found on her bed in her sleep, like in a sleeping position, and um, her clothes were folded. There was no sign of like a, it, there was no sign of a fight because all the shit was like in order, stuff like that, and she was found in her clothes. So it was it really indicate that it was it, it could be Joseph because how else would he, you know, if like, I'm pretty sure if someone, Mary Kelly didn't recognize coming to house, she would just be like, oh time to sleep. <laughs> she would definitely like fight or something like that, and the 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 surroundings did not indicate a fight or a struggle or anything like that. So, um, also, some friends, the guy's name is Joseph by the way. So some friends referred to him as Jack. It was a known thing that some people called him Jack. It's like a nickname or something like that. He fit the physical description, you know, 5'7", 5'5", 5'7", fair hats, that kind of stuff. And the murders stopped after Mary Kelly because she didn't need to really kill anybody else since the only reason why he was killing people was to keep her off the street and she died. So he had no real motive after she died and stuff like that. So let me repeat that again. This dude lived with the last suspect didn't want him to become prostitutes all the victims were prostitutes probably to act as like a you know you shouldn't go out because prostitutes are getting killed and they fought so stuff like that but um, okay i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you take it what do you think i think this one's a pretty solid he did it yeah i, I yeah i feel like it too like even you just seeing the story it's like kind of like you know makes it kind of like obvious yeah yeah and again uh he referred to mary kelly as the wife even though they weren't so if they were just buddies and like come on don't be a prostitute because i i can keep you off the streets i don't think he would refer to like killing people but you know i feel like the fact that he would make he would you know i'm you're my wife (laughs) kind of thing it really sounds like something only like a really obsessive person would do that yeah anyways i feel like i feel like the fact that she got it the worst kind of makes it yeah. more believable that yeah this because guy like did it, you know fight and like yeah yeah lit- yeah like literally she was just like chilling in her apartment and she got like the worst mm-hmm. one out of all of them that's, so that's pretty sad dude like and again she was found in the apartment and so that and she got the worst one and there's a clear motive as to why she would get the worst one because they fought so maybe they they fought about like Joseph was saying, oh, you don't appreciate me. I'm trying to keep you off the streets. And I was like, we're not even married. Just let me live my life. So, uh, I'm going to let you live your life now. And he killed her, like that kind of thing. So it really strikes off as like a take this, bitch. Like if I, if I can't have you, nobody can kind of thing, you know? So, yeah. What if, what if like Joseph didn't do some of the killings? What if he just hired people who like knew better how to kill? Like yeah. hitmen lah. Yeah. Maybe it could be, and, you know, just, uh, and like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah that could um, be like... also, uh, I think he lived, I forgot to mention this, he lived in uh, many different places in UK, in East London at the time, which would explain how he would be able to zigzag across the double murder, because maybe he knew like insider routes or something like, like, like a secret passageway, like a under the Long Kang kind of way. But I feel like it could really be him, you know? Yeah, go on. Also, I'm looking at the picture of Mary Kelly's body. It's, don't, it's just yeah, yeah. don't. It's really, it's really yeah, bad, Yeah, so... 
again, if you guys want to see, do, go ahead. But if you guys don't want to see, yeah, don't. Because I don't like blood. So yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, do yourself a favor. But again, uh, so I'm going to go over it again. He claimed that he was his wife, even though she wasn't, which it's a great which is a red flag because I feel like anybody that would do that would be a crazy person. And they fought. He didn't like prostitutes, blah, 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 blah. So the fact that he killed her in the worst way really strikes off as like a, if I can't have you, nobody can situation or something like that. So again, it's not good to point fingers, but as we come to an end here, looking at the all the five suspects we talked about, I really do feel Joe did it. What do you think? Joseph. Yeah, honestly, I think he's the uh, he's the most believable. Uh, yeah, and he really strikes them. motive. That's I mean, like you said, motive is important. Why would these guys want to kill? You know, it doesn't. Obviously, it doesn't explain how he would be able to take out wounds and shear and all that. But I don't know. Like motive is important here, and none of these other guys really had motive. Like syphilis, sexually insane, some of that. So. Yeah, I I think I think another good thing to point out is that after Mary Kelly, there wasn't a lot of like talking about him yeah, anymore, which, right? Yeah, so that... it was allegedly the last of the five, even though they said that up to eleven. But again, the only people that were talked about were the five. So yeah, because you know he had no motive. So I'm done like, with this thing. I know I don't know what happened to him. I didn't really read too much about that. But yeah, I feel like this podcast has gone and. and long enough already you can def- there are way there are definitely way more suspects which are left out by the way you should go and see and stuff but I definitely thought that four would be enough four or five would be enough and look how long this podcast is so uh, with that I'd like to end stuff and I think we solved it it's Joseph Poynet I think I think <laughs> I think I think we can just I think be detective the from check now on, dude. can mail it to me my name's Adam you can the, the UK they want to they want to check <laughs> I, I didn't know where to find me, but I think he did it, man. And I'll be pretty shocked. If they did and again, there are other suspects, but I'm not reading them because I feel like they weren't as rock hard as the ones that I mentioned just now. So with that, uh, Madri, thanks a lot. You know, my former co-host. <laughs> but anyways, I'm I'm sorry to the listeners mm. that found that this was too long, but I feel like the fact that I can talk about this for like one hour straight without like thinking it's too long I feel like you guys can definitely listen to it maybe you didn't find it as interesting maybe you did but anyways I like to end here Adri thanks again for joining me I'm sorry if I talk too much <laughs> yeah nah man nah. It, it was yeah and with that I just want to say thanks and uh, don't google Mary Kelly's body yeah trust me